Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with auto pay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Come on, you piece of shit. Oh, hi. We're live. Oh, fuck yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Oh, my God. You guys weren't supposed to hear that. It's like we scripted something or something. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Oh, fuck. So this is the first ever edition of Revenge of the Action Movie podcast. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? This is the time that Jean-Claude Van Damme shines once again, mofos. Doc Sukow. Doc Sukow. So, yeah, we're, if you guys follow us, though, we watch the movie channel, then you know that we're starting a separate channel where we're just going to focus on action movies. New action movies, superhero shit, of course, but our main focus is going to be 80s and 90s, old school Jean-Claude Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger, sweaty men type shit. That's best us. That's what we do in our off time anyways. But No, we just stare at them. The <laughs> Look, but don't touch. Touch. <laughs> I don't know oh, where yeah. it goes there. But yeah, okay, so uh, this there's a bunch of movie news that happened today, and we will put this on the We Watch the Movie channel because we actually haven't, st- haven't started the official YouTube channel for Revenge of the Ash- Action Movie. So this does give me a chance to tell you guys uh, we started the Instagram for it. So if you follow us, make sure you go follow that as well. There's going to be We Watch the Movie content that's not on the main page. It's at Revenge of the Action Movie uh, on Instagram, and I'll put that. I've already put it on our Twitter and all that shit like that. Uh, we're going to have two YouTube channels, two Instagrams, uh, one podcast thing under the We Watch Movie podcast. We're like, we're like starting our own NWO. Yeah. <laughs> we're attacking ourselves. <laughs> Who knows where the fuck it could go? We could end up reviewing you porn videos. I don't know. I don't That'll know. be fun. God, God willing. You really um, got to look and imagine how the cinematography captures the sweat on his cock. <laughs> <laughs> My cup overfloweth. Oh, but, God. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, uh, a movie news thing. It's all action movie news today, so it actually fit in really well together. Um, the first news story is the biggest one. It was the first one that came out today. And again, Jay is totally uh, raw dogging this whole thing. That's a oh, yeah. <laughs> raw dog. Uh, Just like I like to do and drop the seed and leave the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Kemp type shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Philip Rivers. All right. So um, this this story came out this morning, dude, and it was fucking crazy. It was really exciting. Uh, they said initially the Hollywood Reporter came out and they said that the Joker two has been officially greenlit and it's going to happen. Oh, yes. quite yes. well, quite well. Yes. And is, what... it, is it is it called Joker two? Got better jokes. <laughs> somebody said it, it's a part of a trilogy somebody said there's like the first one's joker uh the second one's uh midnight toker <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> no no the one. second that's... one's smoker and then the third one's midnight toker that's fucking that was a great tweet guy Whoever i like said it. that I like but uh no so they say they announced that officially it's going to come out it's going to be the joker too they didn't say that was going to be the name of it uh details are sketchy but they did say that initially todd 
Phillips, director of Joker, went into WB's office and actually asked for uh, an entire portfolio of DC superheroes that he could do Joker-like films with. DC dark-type action story films with. But they said no. Go fuck yourself is what they said. Oh, my fuck. What the hell is going on with them? They're not even – Warner Brothers – Man, it's more like wiener bitches. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you should give that man anything he desires on a gold platter and then say, would you like me to suck your wiener for you too, sir? Because he just basically saved DC from like the brink with, with what he did with Joker. I I'm agree. not kidding. I mean, Todd, I mean, I'm not saying that Zack Snyder didn't do amazing work. He did as well. And yeah, I know Wonder Woman and Aquaman made a billion dollars a piece and then you got Nolan. But I'm talking about the current state of where DC is without Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix Joker, man, they would still be on. I got bumbly bumbly. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just like to think that somebody in that office said the, the Tommy Boy quote where he's like, hey, look, I can stick, get a good look at a steak by sticking my head up a bull's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. <laughs> yeah. I hope someone said that in there. But no, um, that's, I mean, I don't know if it's a good idea. I mean, he had, the joke, Joker's great, right? But to, to jump that far ahead for a studio that, that famously only does one movie deals with just about everybody, uh, I don't know. I don't know if they give him all that. But the first story, now this, this story gets kind of crazy, but... So they said no to that, but they did give him one. So that was that to me. That was a bigger news than the Joker well, sequel. They give him like the fucking Adam or something. <laughs> the Adam. <laughs> you could have fucking Beezlebub. <laughs> do this shit. Hey, do the do the Blue Beetle. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of people who'd like to see that shit. But I know I'm not. I'm not knocking the character. Hey, right, but to, I'm just saying. To, to be fair, that's where Marvel's at. That's where Marvel's at right now. They're like, oh yeah, Endgame was great. It's tuned in next year for the Blue Beetle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, and they're really ratcheting it up. I or, can't or, take this excitement. Super pro. You remember the football player that's yeah. That dude, I, I had the first issue of that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that shit. But yeah. um, <clears throat> but no, they gave him one. We don't know which one it is. But the word was initially that he's going to be doing Joker, a Joker sequel. Um, which we'll talk about, but also they were going to give him uh, one more character to do an origin story for. Not known. The article pointed towards maybe they think it could be like a Lex Luthor or maybe a Dark Side. Dark Seed. What is yeah, it? Is dark it Dark Side. It's dark, it's dark. It's Dark Side. It just felt like SC. Yeah. Want it to be. I'm tired of these rules. Um, yeah, break them. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Um, that sounds like another you porn video, by the way. Dark Seed. But he. Uh, oh. He, that was the initial. What's it about? Is it about OJ Simpson? (laughs) Um, The Good Son. OJ Uh, Simpson directed by Rob Zombie on You Porn Only. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. That would be a good one. Uh, but that was exciting because it's like, okay, this is what you and I have been clamoring for for eight fucking years on our YouTube channels that DC yeah. should go the alternate route of Marvel. And we've talked to Ad nauseum about that. We don't have to get into that again. But if anybody's listening to this for the first time, the, the three or four of you, uh, the we've always said that instead of trying to copy Marvel, Justice League was the wrong move. What the the final product of Justice League was, they should have always yeah. done the opposite of Marvel, gone with darker shit, darker themes, things for adults, because Marvel has that market cornered. Why would you try to copy something that's already been done pretty much to perfection, at least with how it ended? Yeah, and, and not to mention the fact that they're that DC makes stellar fucking without a doubt. Nobody matches their cartoons and they always have a darker edge to them. Yes. Yes. So, DC, I mean, one thing they've always fucking won on. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, and I know that like a few months ago we talked about, like, I mean, there was rumors or something, I think I talked to you about, I don't know if we we filmed it or maybe we did, but there was rumors that they were going to do a DC Black label, like they were going to, and I don't know if they were going to call it DC Black or DC Vertigo, but it was up on the, on the uh, cutting, or on the, on the, on the board for them to possibly do it where they were going to take superheroes and tell darker stories, 
that had nothing to do with their main universe. Which would have been great. And that's what we've been clamoring for for, for years. Uh, and that's what seemed like it may start to happen a little bit with Man of Steel, a little bit more with Batman versus Superman. And then they pulled the fucking plug just a, just a, a minute too soon uh, by turning that shit into you know, a, a, a Marvel film with Justice League. And then you get the release, the Snyder Cut, and all that shit happening now yeah. and where we are. But it seemed like they're finally going to listen. And it took a lot of money, as it always does the studios, to get them to listen. Like, no, well, it also, want But it also took it. a guy like him who took a property with the Joker and used a $63 million budget and made them a billion dollars with it, making it rated R as well. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they, were, they were finally like, oh, fuck, you know what? I guess this guy knows about directing or something. That's weird. <laughs> I just thought he was a, he was a tits and fart guy. Holy yeah. shit. And, 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 and so that was the news. That was great. And then you you can talk about whether or not Joker 2 is a good idea or not. And I think both sides of the camp are right because Joker is so good as a standalone. It was always supposed to be standalone. That, that was the idea behind the whole thing. That's why it yeah. worked so well. It, it wasn't trying to build a fucking universe. They were just trying to make one good movie. And look how it panned out. I but just feel like I, I would I would have to say, though, that Joker was such a masterpiece to go back and do a sequel to it. I just I think you're fucking with it. I wouldn't even do anything with it. It's so good by itself to stay and be by itself. Like, I don't really see the point in digging in that well again. And I agree. The only thing that gives me caution to it is that the uh, the story said that Warner Brothers had options for uh, Joaquin Phoenix, like meaning he can return if he wants to, I'm guessing. And if Todd Phillips, if this story is true, which there's a question about that that we'll get to, but if this story is true, Todd Phillips would have never accepted another Joker movie, I don't believe, without already having, because he talks with Phoenix and all that, without already having talked to them. Because Phoenix said it himself. He's like, uh, only if there was a really good story and me and Todd uh, agree on that or whatever. And Todd said the same thing. Um, but if, if if Phoenix is coming back as picky as he is with, it, with his scripts, and if you look at his filmography, it's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Even the stuff that's not hits or whatever, a lot of it's I don't really think he's really ever good. even done, I don't think he's ever done a sequel to any movie. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and not just that, dude, but, I mean, anything he's been in has been super serious. It's been super heady. It's been super uh, arty in a weird way. This is not, for, for all intents and purposes, this is not going to be a cash grab. Like, I, I if, if Joaquin Phoenix is involved with it, I think he's set enough with his career that it's not going to be. So if they're going to do a sequel to it and they both agree to do it, I have to have a little bit of faith even, even though it doesn't seem right face value because of, you know, just their standards. So that To the George Michael. Yeah. Faith, but no. no well, also, nice. well, also, uh, if you look at it, if they say they have options for Joaquin Phoenix. Maybe they're just saying that they have options for him to return in some way or another in other DC films, or or maybe other DC black films or something. I mean, they're. I think it's I mean, just meant like like at the end of like a like a uh, NFL free agents contract. Like, okay, the team has an option, so they can retain him for another year and pay a salary for another year, or let him go. I don't. I think feel like I have a. I have a. a, a like, I don't know. I've got like a force feeling in my in the tip of my penis that they're going to do like maybe him appearing or, or something. I don't fucking know. Well, Along with Todd it, Phillips, helping. Todd Phillips and, and Tim Miller in, in Batman, in the Batman. Well, no, they said that, too, though. Part of the news story was, but it's not going to have anything to do with Batman because that's Matt Reeves that we're not going that route. And well, if, you're gonna, yeah. if you're not going to if you're not going to time in a Batman with the whole thing they did with his parents at the end of the film, I'm not sure where you go. But again, my whole thing goes back to and again, it's just. With the with them coming back, if they're willing to do it, there must be a good story there. So I have to believe in them a little bit, little bit, even though my initial thought too is like that movie does not need a sequel. I, I mean, know. And just... Well, here, here's the thing. I like, yeah, like having a one off like of those characters that are so meaningful and so badass, like Joker, and just doing like stuff like that, like an, under a DC Black or a DC Vertigo label, and leaving it alone, and then maybe doing another one-off that had nothing to do with Joker, the Joker movie, not making it a direct sequel, but maybe a loosely tied sequel with having Joaquin Phoenix back as Joker or, or in some kind of 
some other kind of movie with an ensemble cat. I don't know something, but it would be a one-off again. It would just tell different stories with Joker. I don't know. I would never like a direct sequel with Joker. It, a, I, I don't know. I don't think it works. I, I just I think that you tarnish what you did with the first one. It's hard to imagine. Yeah, it is hard to imagine. That's why I just think there must be a great story there. But again, uh, imagine if Walking Phoenix didn't come back and they go through with it anyway. Someone mentioned this before. It's an interesting idea. The Joker always tells a lie. Uh, famously, when someone yeah. asks him where he's from, he always makes up a fake story. What if you made multiple? That sounds like Joker... being on an application. <laughs> yeah, trying to get a job at the fucking Texas Roadhouse. Anywhere. Yeah. I wash dishes before, man. <laughs> what you talking about? I wash dishes all the time, dog. I got dishes in my car. I wash them in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, what if they brought back different actors and told different stories and different Joker origins? That's interesting. It's kind of crazy, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, but you know, that's funny. Is actually that doesn't Jared Leto still have on the table a Joker single movie or a solo movie? Why did you say that name? I'm serious. I, I mean, Martha too. She's gonna be in it. But <laughs> no, I mean, but, I know. But like, I swear to God, dude. I mean, other than him going back to a <laughs> shitty band and just making emo music that nobody listens to, he's still like clamoring hey, for a Joker single. Give the band a fair shake. The band has songs that are way fucking better than that performance. They have like uh, t- the kill, and then uh, the other, like one, like a couple more songs that I like. But I mean, overall though, like he's an asshole, and I, I just don't like. I don't like his vibe anymore. I used to love the guy. <laughs> I used to love the actually, guy. Yeah, I think you were being a little bit too harsh at first, but I think you landed it with the perfect sentiment. And I know I it's like world... being, it's like being mad at your son or something, and then you punish the whole family. Yeah, I think the because... whole world agrees with you. It's like when he started sending used condoms and like rats and shit to his co-members, trying to be like so fucking hardcore method acting, and then he puts out that turd of a performance. It's like that's exactly the way to put it. It's like I don't hate him, I just don't like his vibe anymore. Well, it was also <laughs> the same fucking thing though, and not to mention the fact that if it was true or not, whether it was a rumor or if it was proven to be true, the fact that he even tried, maybe possibly. To stop that movie from being made with Joaquin Phoenix because he was jealous of it is bullshit. I'm like, are you fucking serious? You cried and whined that hard because you knew that Joaquin Phoenix was going to come in and basically cyclone your butthole and say you're not like anything compared to me as Joker? We all have. Like, that's what it was, dude. We all have our journeys, man. God, it was like a jealous hoe that, like, your your fucking co-worker got a promotion, and you're like, that son of a bitch. But, well, whatever. That guy doesn't wash his hands after he goes to the bathroom. I'm going to spread it on Facebook. <laughs> that sounds like a, a new reason, a, a new cause for a, uh, what's the video we used to do? Uh, douche Court? Oh, uh, Douche Court, yeah. Is this guy dude, a douche be, or not? Oh, dude, he'd be like, the gavel would already be swinging down before the video started. That Yes, indeed, <laughs> he is a douche. 30 seconds to Moore's uh, music review aside, uh, the, the story takes goes on further because it gets kind of crazy. Uh, after, and this is the Hollywood Reporter, you know, this isn't fucking, we got this covered or whatever. Somebody just, like, sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Yeah. Uh, but Deadline comes out later in the day with a story, and they go, no, that's all bullshit. They said that 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 their sources inside with the company say that while this that Warner Brothers concedes that the movie making as much money as it did, of course, of course, that a sequel's on the table. But they said nothing has been set in stone. Nothing's been set in stone with Todd Phillips. Nothing's been talked about yet. They're not moving forward with any fucking thing yet. Uh, well, did and the that, motherfucker, the first article quote their source. Did they say who they heard it from? No, 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 no. So it was, oh. it's always with sources inside. But again, depending on the news site, you can pretty much take it as fact for the most part. That's why it was surprising when Deadline came out with that story. So I don't know if any of this shit's true. They're like, no, we didn't talk to Todd Phillips about the 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 other origin or about Joker. And that the Deadline story actually ties way closer to what I, we, you've been hearing from Todd Phillips 
in the latest news reports where he's like, I don't know. I mean, it, it would have to be a great story. It didn't sound like they had anything that for sure when he heard Todd Phillips talk. So actually the deadline story sounds closer to what we've been hearing, but it, it surprises the fuck out of me that a website like the Hollywood Reporter com- would, would, would play that and then have it not be true. Well, it, yeah, but dude, it, it would be massive clickbait too. I mean, I'm not saying they're they're not right, but I mean, I you know, it would it would generate traffic to their article and yeah. their site. And but not once to you do the that a couple times, that I'm fucked. But I'm yeah, but I'm also wondering. Well, I mean, you can do it a few times. You can get you can dip your finger into the, into the cookie jar before you get busted, and then you get diabetes. But also, like, I was also thinking, like, I wonder if Todd Phillips has signed a non disclosure agreement to where there it would be impossible for him to talk about shit like that, like at all. Like, there's no way that he could drop that kind of that you know bombshell without getting in trouble for it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, he's talking. I mean, if they're claiming that they're tell, I mean, I know, but if they claim they talk directly to Todd Phillips, and that's exactly no. what Todd Phillips said. No, they're not saying that. They're just saying like they, you know, their sources, you know. But generally, there, there's certain sites that you hear things from. Like we got this covered. I brought them up. That might not be fair or whatever. But they brought up this story about, uh, oh yeah, our sources tell us that um, uh, Jim Carrey's coming back to do a mask reboot, and it was the same source who told us that. Uh, screams looking at bringing back Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and uh, David Arquette. Uh, and that was the same guy who told us that a Scream 5 reboot was happening. And he was right about a Scream 5 re- reboot happening, so we believe him on all this other shit, too. They're not yeah. as legit. I mean, like, they're, like, middling, you know, this could be right, it could be wrong, and people run with it like it's fact, and then you find out it's not. But, you know, I don't know. Fuck it. I, well, it's either way, it's, exci- it's, it's a speculation, but it's still fun to speculate if it's true or not. But either way, it's fun to, like, talk about whether or not like whether that's a good idea or like get excited for it because i mean i know it's gonna happen like you can't it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist you don't have to be goddamn stephen hawking's to realize that yeah they made a bunch of money off of it yep. and they're definitely gonna do something with it and joaquin phoenix is definitely interested or it's some well i mean i'm sure he is is coming back as joker i mean he said it was one of the best roles he's ever had he loved it he loved the role and mm-hmm. todd phillips loved doing the movie i'm sure so and the movie was such a great success why wouldn't they? I mean, it's like it's fucking money. I mean, and at the end of the day, that's what they're they're gonna make. And DC owes, you know, I mean, Warner Brother owes a lot. It can credit a lot of their the resurgence that they've had lately of of people being interested again in, in kind of what they're doing on the left side of the field rather than what Marvel's doing because of Todd Phillips and Joker and Walking Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I but agree. also, I, I mean, but also, you know, the you know, of course, the Snyder thing and saying release the Snyder cut, but that's neither here nor there. But I'm saying. I, it's really hard to trust any kind of like legit news source unless it's already corroborated by like three or four other sites. But nonetheless, yeah, and there, I, like I said, there, there are certain sites that you can just usually believe. That's why it was so surprising. So it's it's pretty fucking crazy, man. You can't. Are you uh, telling me you can't believe Latino quartering? You cannot <laughs> believe that Latino review. And that's yeah. funny that you mentioned that, dude, because that used to be. I haven't heard that in a while, and, and I'm not saying anything against the site, but I back in the day in the Ben Affleck cast as Batman days, like yeah. you always heard Latino review come up with it with these fucking like, oh, they got this one wrong, but they got this one right. Like you don't know, they would always report these crazy fucking scoops. I remember that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. That good um, all right. So moving off the superhero shit for a minute, we got something tiny to move back to with it quick, but we'll try to go through this uh, relatively quickly. Um, RoboCop is back again. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all a, all a new toy. Can I play? <laughs> I'd buy that for a fucking dollar. Yes, uh, yes. Th- yeah. So, uh, RoboCop Returns is going to be the title of the movie, which is like. pretty fucking badass. I they like. Are- 
they're going the Halloween 2018 route. I'm curious to see what you think about this, Jay, because they're going the Halloween 2018 route where it's going to be a direct sequel to the 1987 Verhoeven classic, and it's going to ixnay Robert Robert Cop. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Cop Two and Robert oh. Cop and Steve Cop Three. Right? God the damn them! But RoboCop Two is pretty fucking dope. Oh, right? dude, I, I like uh, Kane. Kane's bugging me. But yeah, I mean, RoboCop Two, man, was like tonight. Yeah, like dude, I, I thought RoboCop Two, like while it wasn't directed by Ver- Verhoeven or Verhoeven, how do you say his name? Vanerhoven, you illiterate Ver- piece of shit, uncultured swine. Oh, I'm sorry that I don't come from fucking Sweden or where the fuck he's from, but I can't pronounce the <laughs> name. But anyway, uh, uh I you know, even though it didn't, he wasn't the director of it. They, I think they captured pretty well his vision of what they did with the first. The first one was a little bit more nuttier and it had more of a, a political kind of parody to it or satire about it that made it more like just beloved. And it was just a, it was just a cool ass movie and violent as fuck. You said he didn't direct it. He, he he Paul Verhoeven directed it. What RoboCop two? Oh no! Ver- oh, okay, my bad. You yeah, I thought that? you were saying. I was shy. I was like, no, he. I thought you were saying. No, he I know. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying that the, they didn't direct the second one, but they did tie it as close to I thought to Verhoeven's vision that he had in the first one. I mean, it wasn't like the same, but it was decent. And then Kane was a great character. It was a cool. And not to mention the fact they got the god the Frankenstein from Monster Squad to play Kane, and that was great. I don't know, but I'm okay with it. Like, if they want to yeah. erase RoboCop two and three and to get to a direct sequel, I'm di- I'm down with that. But what I want to make sure is the fact that they, it's not a fucking sleek black bodysuit that they tried to do with that piece of shit remake. That it's a gray, it's gray and black, and he's bulky as fuck. And like, I want that, and I want the, I want lose the fucking arm. You are gonna be one badass motherfucker. Like I don't want them to keep his left hand. I want. He's like, what do we say? I said full cybernetic adjustment. He's like, Jesus Christ. He's like, lose the fucking arm. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. It's one of those things. Like it'd have been cool if they kept it, but I'm not pissed that they didn't. I mean, it's like you know, whatever. It just means that something happened in RoboCop two that 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 they wouldn't be able to go with the story they're wanting to go with. So they're going to have to do that. Now, if you, you remember, uh, Neil Blomkamp got, got a Blomkampf. Um, well, yeah, I remember he was up for it. Yeah. Got us all fucking excited and then had to walk away from it because he said, MGM wants to do it now and I can't do it right now. Uh, he said, so I'll enjoy watching in the audience with everybody else. But, um, so the dude that they tap to do it is somebody we don't know anything about. It's Abe Forsyth is the guy's name. Uh, yeah. Which makes me he's think got, of William he's got, Forsyth. He's got Forsyth. Yeah. Which, which makes me think of William Forsyth. Which makes me think of Rob Zombie's Halloween. Which makes me think of bitch. I'll come over there and skull fuck the shit out of you. That's probably not fair, but that's where my head goes when I think about this guy. But no, he directed a movie um, uh, this year, a zombie movie called Little Monsters, and apparently it's really uh, good. I, haven't I was seen thinking it. of the, I was thinking of the actual Little Monsters with me too. Uh, Howie Mandel. Me too. And actually, when I, I I found out about this news story while MJ, uh, my ten year old, was was hanging out with me, and she, and I was like, directed little monster. She's like, oh, little monsters. She's like, that's the one about the thing. I'm like, yeah, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. And then I realized really quickly, no, that's impossible. That's not who it is. Uh, it's it's a guy who directed Little Monsters, a zombie movie that just came out. Doesn't have barely anything else under his belt. That's kind of cool though. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I, like- I like it. I mean, it's fine. I mean, as long as the guy's got like gumption and he he loves the character and he loves the story and he loves uh, Verhoeven's like vision and he wants to. Come Kind of recreate that on screen again. I'm down with whoever they want to pick. That's fine. I just, I still think that Blancomp would have been a home run hit for him though. Like I feel like District yep. Nine and the whole fucking thing fits perfectly into the RoboCop universe is the way that mm-hmm. he did that movie. So not having him in it is kind of a bummer. But as long yep. as they get a guy that's got like the the, the skill set needed to 
bring RoboCop back to the forefront again and, and make you feel when you're when you're driving to the theater and when you're leaving the theater and when you're taking a shit after the movie you go bum 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 do you want that, to suck my cock berserker? It's a different song. Yeah, but dude, that 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 dude that RoboCop is such a beloved classic for a reason, and people love that movie. It's got so many no, nostalgic feels to it. Um, and I, I was uh, that was God damn that remake really put a wart on your old butthole when you yeah, found out like fair, they, dude, we thought the black suit looked dope as fuck. We yeah. did, but do at the same well, time, I just didn't. I, I like when I watch it though. Like I I watched it recently again. I don't know how a few months ago. It's just. When he was, when he, like, the slick bodysuit, I could get over that. Like, even him having his fucking hand, which I still don't like. But when he had the gray and black on at first, when they first brought him off the the, the line, I was like, you know, why can't you just keep it? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, it's a good tie-in, and it's nostalgic nod to the original RoboCop. But either way, I, I feel that like... The is that it's fucking PG-13, and you can suck my dick if you don't like that I'm complaining about a PG-13 movie. And it's crazy, movie. dude, because Gary Oldman was fucking badass. Like, I, I, you have Gary Oldman. Yeah, and I also, been... but I I didn't like what's his name that played the lead role either. Like I just I, there's something about him. I just Joel I don't Kinnaman. think he, Joel Kinnerman just didn't have the the chops to pull off Alex Murphy to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I thought I really thought he would because I, I watched him in some show. I can't even remember it now. It's been, been doing this for a fucking long. I watched him in some show when he was awesome. I thought he was gonna be great, but no, he didn't. Sh- I thought he was playing a character in that show, and then I realized, oh, that's just his personality, and that's who he is in every movie, and that doesn't fit at all for RoboCop. Uh, yeah, I, I and I, I knew what they were doing. Like he was, you know, Alex Murphy was supposed to be a Detroit cop, so he's supposed to be kind of like hard edged and streetwise. Yeah. But I was like, I don't like the motherfuckers walking around That's talking good. like Mark Wahlberg from fucking, you know, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch days. And I was like, it's not, <laughs> not just a buying that shit. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. Like I don't uh, want, you know, instead of that cool line that uh, what's his name that played the original Robert Peter uh, Peter Weller Weller Peter, yeah, when he was like, drop it, creep. You know, it's like drop it, dog, or I'll put one in you. Like, I mean, it's like it's not working. <laughs> Break yourself, Your move, patron. And dude, there Break was something yourself, cool. There, there was something cool about the fact that RoboCop, the original RoboCop, uh, with when they when they filmed it, like he was still Alex Murphy, but he it had been blanked so so much in his system that he acted like C three PO in a lot of ways until he got back. His, he regained his humanity throughout the film, which was really the fun part. That was the adventure. As yeah. he was regaining his his humanity again and fighting against the programming and kind of making his own mind up. Like, even at the end, he's like, Murphy. You know, like, he's like, my friends call me Murphy. Like, it was cool. And then, like, you know, like, the, the scene with the girl, she was like, thank you, thank you. He was like, madam, you have suffered a shock. I will notify the appropriate authorities or something like that. Like, he, I, I was like, no, it's fucking cool. But, you know, it, like, it, but with... uh. Kinnerman, I'd be like, girl, listen, man, like they almost raped you. I killed them. Don't worry about it. You need to get yourself some therapy and maybe like listen to some Beethoven or something. Like I got to go hit these streets and kill some more bad guys. <laughs> they get shot. They're like, come on, get up, Murphy. He's like, I can't motherfucking hurts. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just don't like that shit. <laughs> I, I'm with you, dude. Uh, and the last little bit I want to talk about about this is there's not a lot going on with it right now or whatever. But it's interesting uh, to read this because I found out that the, the guy who wrote the script that was going to be the – um, what the fuck? Uh, Neil Blomkamp's movie. The guy who wrote that script is Justin Rhodes, uh, and they're using that same script. And he's the guy who wrote Terminator: Dark Fate. Oh, oh god! But, Go away from there, sir. Go away. But, <laughs> the land is spoiled. But it's being. But his script is being, and and it's based on an idea from the guys who wrote the Verhoeven original film. They come up with the idea. This dude wrote the script, and now. 
the director is actually rewriting their script, so it could have nothing to do with it. But the the, yeah, the, I, the, the word on the on the street was that it was going to tie very closely to Verhoeven's type of film. It's going to be satirical, satirical and all that shit. Yeah. So we'll oh, see what it's I, like. I, I'm down with that. Like as long as it's not some woke piece of fucking trash, and they try to pass it off as some great meaningful picture that's going to redefine whatever. Like like as long as it's not that. Because I have no faith anymore in a studio that hired a motherfucker that wrote Dark Fate and then, you know, we're like, oh, my God, like, you guys got to go see this. So you hate women. Well, to, to be fair, though, that was the director saying something stupid. And and that that writer had he was direct when you got James Cameron and, 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 and got Tim Miller and you've got a movie like Terminator, they're directing him in a certain pattern. They probably gave him the toys and, and gave him the backstories and then let him interweave the story, which some of the interweavings of the story, if you take away the stupid shit that that canceled out the first two movies, weren't that wasn't that bad. But that's neither here nor there. They're going to rewrite it anyway. So what the fuck? Um, yeah, I just, I, I just, I, I it, it's, it makes me apprehensive that the guy that they're, you know, even if they're basing the idea on what he wrote, because I don't, you know, because you know, in today's world, like the, they could easily just say, well, we want to make RoboCop a girl or a woman, and 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 completely change the whole fucking thing. Well, and like, why? Just keep it alone, make it Alex Murphy, and fucking go from there. Again, though, that's just the writer. I mean, the, the, he was directed by the studio and the vision and all this stuff and James Cameron and everybody else. He, For all we know, the, the dude's just responsible for writing the dialogue, which yeah. I, I, Arnold had some good lines in that movie. Yeah, he had Arnie some funny dialogue, so you can't really, I don't know. Uh, but the last story, that's fucking awesome, though. Robocop Returns is an exciting fucking title Loving for it. an exciting motherfucking movie. Um, I can't wait for the memorabilia cups. <laughs> last thing, and there's a lot to get into on, on this, and I, I, I just... I don't have it in my chopsticks to even get into it on it, but I just want to say really quick, uh, this is actually really, really good news, and I know you're going to be jacked to the tits about it. Let's but go. Let's fill it. Henry C- C- Cavill has left the door slightly cracked. Oh, dude, I did hear about this. Yes, I did yeah. see that. I, I oh, saw man, that last sister. night or something. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. He said he still had more to give for the character of Superman. Yeah, he said the cape is in the closet. It's still mine. He doesn't want to give it up to anybody. It's kind of weird though, man. The way he the way he sounded when he said it, and I don't think I have it in front of me, but uh, the way he sounded when he says it, they were asking about each fucking movie, and they, he was like, and he was dead on about Man of Steel. He was like, Man of Steel. He was like, I don't think I would have gone back and done that any differently. Uh, and he's right. Uh, and when he said uh, Batman versus Superman, though, he's like, that yeah. was very, very much a Batman film. And that's he yeah. kind of left it at that. It was like it was a great Batman film. Because uh, I know why he's saying that for. Because I feel like because somebody I think wrongly was suggesting that he liked the Whedon version of Justice League because it was more focused on Superman saving the day, and 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 Henry Cavill was able to actually be the Superman that a lot that, of people. But I don't believe that. I think what he was what because originally before it was BVS, it was going to be just Man of Steel Part Two. And then there were going to be elements or hints of Batman, and then once yeah. it kind of started, they fleshed it out a little bit more. They're like, you know what, let's just throw Batman in there. They've been trying to get this movie made for years, so because let's they, go ahead and do it. Because they didn't make enough on Man of Steel. Because yeah, but, but, I, I, but I think that Henry Cavill, which I, I can't blame him for that. I think the, he was like, look, I want to stretch my tights out a little bit more in my own solo movies. Yeah, you know, He's like, like, I, I have more to give. Like I was saying earlier, it's all about your fucking journey, like that person's journey. Like you might get mad at him for that because you want him to love Batman versus Superman, and we think it's a great movie. But to be fair to Henry Cavill, that Man of Steel was such a good movie, and it built oh, that dude. character up so well. To have him not get his own sequel is kind of unfair to him. As excited as we all were for Batman versus Superman to happen, regardless of how you feel about Justice League, which the movie is was pretty, it's pretty shitty. I mean, it was it was dual natured by, I mean, by and far, like 
with Whedon and Snyder, it just was awful like, as far as like trying to find any kind of traction in that movie. I enjoyed it, but but I know like you know you can enjoy, you know, a, a shitty Speedway hot dog sometimes. Yeah. But but the thing is, Henry Cavill shined in that movie. I think he shined honestly. He shined in that movie the way that to me Ben Affleck shined in Batman versus Superman. Like he just. He that was like to me full circle. He had become Superman. Like I like I loved Man of Steel, and to me he was Superman. But but then as it, you know, it was like when he came into Justice League, he had a brighter suit on. Like he was fully into the Superman thing. Then you know he wasn't questioning himself as much anymore. He was confident. Like I don't know. Like I and I I think that Henry Cavill honestly, honestly next to Reeves is the best Superman we've ever seen on film. I, I, I agree with you, and I fucking hated the casting uh, when it first happened, and I totally agree with you. But yeah, and he went on to say, he even said when they asked him about Justice League, he just said it didn't work. Uh, and But famously, he's the only one who didn't come out with the hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Fucking Ben Affleck, everybody else came out. He's yeah. literally the only one who didn't support the movement or whatever by tweeting it out. Um, I think he was I, nervous, too. And I think your mind automatically goes to that. I think your mind automatically goes to he didn't like what Snyder did. And when Whedon came on, he fully fucking supported it. And Whedon did give him those extra scenes because you got the CGI mustache and all the shit going on there. And I think Whedon tried to cater that movie as best as he could towards Superman. And originally, Snyder or Snyder, uh, Cavill, uh, Cavill was all over it. And then when the yeah. movie came out, he has to admit it didn't work. So I think he's caught between a rock and a hard place. But again, I mean, you know, everybody's got to worry about themselves. I mean, that's fair. It's fair for the him prob- to do yeah, shit the about problem, himself. Really, the issue, I think the Henry Cavill has been treated like shit, uh, really, by Warner Brothers. And I was like, dude, like, he's a great – yeah, he's a great actor. He's got the best character in all of comic books in, in – like, period. Superman and Batman are, are the greatest superheroes to, of all time. I don't care what people say. You can lick a butthole. But they are, and he's got, and he, and he's fully into playing the part, and it's like you keep dicking him around. Like you're not giving him all he wants is another movie. Like I yeah. mean, like Wonder Woman is gonna have a, a second movie before him. I mean, and and he started the he basically started the whole fucking thing with Man of Steel. And it's like she should have fucking stormed into Warner Brothers. Henry Cavill's agent sort of stormed into fucking Warner Brothers, started kicking shit over, and just started screaming, "Light it up!" Yeah, like, okay. It's like it's I'm gonna time. give you some, I'm gonna give you a fucking solitude of fucking confinement, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the Phantom Zone. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know, man. I, I really it sucks, man. And I love I think Henry Cavill is a really humble, really nice guy. He's a comic book nerd too, and he and he likes he he plays he he plays World of Warcraft. He I mean, cares he loves so much about those roles, dude. He really cares. Yeah, about dude. Them. He 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 honestly is involved in the character, and he knows about the character. And it's like, wow, man, you've got a good-looking guy that's humble, that's really a that's got a great bod, <laughs> and he mm-hmm. and he uses Axe body spray probably, and <laughs> and he's fully committed to the role. <laughs> yeah, and and he wants to be a part of the universe, and he just wants to make the very best possible version of that character. And yet, you still drag your feet when you have like gold sitting in front of you. Like, I don't understand the mindset. It's like that would be like Robert. Like that would be like Marvel saying, "No, nah, fuck Robert Downey." Even though Iron Man was great and everybody loves him, fuck him. We'll keep on doing other stuff and kind of leave him hanging around in the background, just adding him in now and again. See, Marvel did it smart there. They're like, okay, let's bank on the one guy. That is the most popular. That's got the most savvy. That's really embracing this character and doing all these great things for our company. Let's make sure that Robert Downey gets like this the mantelpiece. And Fuck they did. A. One so, side red. Yeah. Cool. You think a guy that reads comics can't start some shit? 
Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, that's just, it's really it's a really shitty thing. But I yeah, dude, I I I I hope to God, I really do hope that Warner Brothers jumps on this news, that statement that he said, and be like, you know, what? we got one more chance with this guy. We pushed his they buttons enough. Fucking won't. Yeah. They fucking won't. They're idiots. They won't fucking do it. They they've known this. I mean, if he cares enough to tell a fucking reporter at Men's Health this while they're just watching him squeeze his fucking glutes, then you know that he's told Warner Brothers this. That he's had his agent go and tell him, "Look, I want to do another movie." You know, if you do it right, and they're not fucking moving on it because they're like, "I'm scared. I just I can only do what Rotten Tomatoes tells me to." Well, Jesus Christ, it's a Rotten Tomato idiot. If you don't fucking use it, it goes rotten. Karen, my Um, CDs are in his truck. Here's the thing also, like, I don't know, man, like, I mean, what about this? Like, you know, Henry Cavill will keep waiting patiently and then eventually just gets fed up and says, fuck it. And then he's gotten to an age now he might go be new, the new James Bond because he had originally was going to be James Bond. There's a story about was, that in there, too. That he and, and he was too young. They, they, he said that they fat shamed him. I only I only read a headline. I didn't actually read the story. I want to though, but that's fucking crazy. Imagine that dude being well, fat. Well, shamed. that's what I. But that's what I'm saying though. Is the weird thing is though. I thought I didn't know about the fat shaming part, but I thought it was because they felt like they he was too young and not grizzled enough to play the part of James Bond. So they went after an older looking James Bond like in Daniel Craig. But they again, were actually interested in Henry Cavill, and then Henry Cavill got offered the role of Superman. But he also said he would have loved to play James Bond. He said he would absolutely have loved to play James Bond. Yeah, which back then I I, I can't knock people for not casting him for that as long as it wasn't because of his size or whatever because I didn't think he, he could pull off Superman and he fucking proved me wrong as shit. Well, I, but, you had only been exposed to him uh, in that one shitty movie that he did. Uh, but, right? I, but I watched, uh, yeah, that movie sucked, but I watched him in The Tudors, dude, and I was like, that guy's got it, man. Like, he he, he was a good actor in that movie. Like, I, I felt like if he got a chance, but... Either way, they're going to wait around too long, dude. And the guy's, you know, Henry Cavill's going to fly the fuck away <laughs> and say, fuck it. Yeah. And then yeah. that music's going to come on, that ha- that awesome Hans Zimmer theme. And then you're going to be like looking. It's like so people will look up into the sky and say, save me. And I'll say, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Superman walk out at a wrestling event to the RoboCop music. Imagine Superman like stamping out. Yeah. But anyways, guys, that wraps it up. This is our first ever uh, Revenge of the Action movie uh, podcast. Again, me and Jay have been doing this for eight years. But this is our first one directly directed towards that shit. And no fucking production value. No no planning. No intros. No fucking anything. Just man, man sweat. I'm not part of your system because I threw it <laughs> on the ground. Man, I don't want no hot dog, man. Uh, but anyways, yeah, guys, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, this will go on. We watched the movie because it's all under one umbrella. But eventually we're going to have a YouTube channel and all that shit. And again, remember, go uh, follow us uh, at Revenge of the Action Movie on Instagram and at We Watch Movie on Instagram, too. Uh, let's get all the updates for how this shit's going to roll out. Um, and uh, we got a fucking... Friday 13th commentary to film here in a minute. So. so stick the dynamite in the ground, lights it on fire, and cool guys don't look at explosions. Just <laughs> yeah. walk away from it. Like, you just know, w- yeah. Yeah, just walk away. Feels good. All right. Good times. Peace. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. We watched a movie. Uh-huh. Mm. We watched a movie.